Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of Playing Out from the Back. This time it's a Euro, Euro 2020 special it's myself, Aaron White, and I'm joined today with my centre-back partner, Mo Spence. How you doing, Mo? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm just um, here changing my um, group predictions as we speak, <laughs> um, just to make sure that I've got everything right. But um, I think I've got all my uh, all my ducks in a row, and I know where I'm going, and I know exactly who I've got down to win it, etc., that's so, good. Yeah, I'm ready That's to go. Good. That's good. So, yeah, we're going to be talking all things uh, European Championships today. We're going to look each group, Group A to Group F. F. Yep, six groups. And we'll go through each team, each nation, one by one, and go through who we think will qualify from each group into the knockout stages and onto the final. I'm sure there'll be a few uh, picks from both of us that people won't agree with, but... That's football, and uh, that's what we're here for. So, <laughs> uh, all right, we'll start with Group A. Group A is uh, a very interesting group, I think. It's got Italy, Turkey, Wales, and Switzerland. Uh, we'll start start with you, Mo. How do you think? How do you think that group's going to go? Uh, so I've got um, I've got Italy to win the group, Turkey twenty uh, second, Switzerland third, and Wales fourth. Um, Italy and Turkey. When I was uh, doing my prediction for um, an underdog, it was it was between them two. Um, I think in the end I went with Italy, mm. and I think they're re-emerging as a as a big nation with a few players coming through. Um, you know that might that this might be their time to, you know, reemerge onto the international stage like they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, Turkey are unbeaten in something like twenty five international games. Got a good yeah. young squad, um, and you know, plenty of opportunity for their um, for them to get quite away in the competition. If you look at um, the Group A route, um, once they come out of the group, it's not the most difficult. I mean, of course. All the routes are going to be fairly difficult, but I think um, 
Group A when they come out of their group, yeah. they have quite a quite a decent run to get to their latter stages of the competition. Um, Wales, I think, will be in there pretty much, you know, making up the numbers. I, I mean, Gareth Bell, obviously their main man. Um, he he did have an all right finish to the to the season, but you just never know. I mean, if you're relying on Gareth Bell, you don't know whether he's going to pick up injuries or yeah, how he's going to be. But they they're obviously heavily reliant on him for. Um, for for goals and to be the main sort of player that creates for them, um, and then in terms of in terms of Switzerland, they're generally at these competitions. You know, I don't think they've got any massive standout players. No. Um, I just think they'll. I do actually think they'll qualify for the next round um, via the third place um, best performance. But yeah, I don't see them uh, challenging to to qualify as, as winners of the group. Yeah. Uh... Uh, when you when you put on Twitter that Italy will be the underdogs, I, had, I actually had a couple of messages saying why why do you think they'll be underdogs? But I I tend to agree with you because uh, it's not twenty years ago when you know ten fifteen twenty years ago when they were you know the top three four countries in the world mm. or Europe. When when you're talking about the top five six nations now, uh, Italy rarely get a mention. And mm. and like I said, I do I do think they are one of those re-emerging nations uh there I, I i also put them top uh i looked at a fixture schedule they uh all three of their group games are in rome so they've got the home advantage uh defensively they may be a bit shaky i know they're known for uh historically being you know the the good defensive team but i think the new talent that's come in you know uh, chiesa has come in and done really well uh, I think that Juventus at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you know they they've got Jorginho midfield, uh, Verratti. They got they got players there, and uh, yeah, the home advantage for me seals the deal with them being uh, top of the table. Now you mentioned Turkey, uh, maybe being one of the dark horses, and for me, they are my pick for for being the dark horses. One, you know, you said about the uh, the route to the possible route to the final. Uh, I agree. Group A has got the uh, most favourable route, in in my opinion, and they they are one of the nations that have probably had one of the best couple of years uh, overall. Uh, they've got three or four players from Lille's uh, title winning squad this season. You know, they got a good back line. They got Suen Chu from from Leicester. Uh, they got the Juventus centre back as, as well, uh, but those Lille players—they got Yilmaz up top, very experienced top goal scorer, uh, a good fullback in in Celic, again at Lille. Uh, I do think they'll they will uh, they'll go pretty far in a tournament. Uh, definitely reach quarterfinals, good chance of making a semi-final as well. Uh, but yeah, they 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 they're in runner-up for me. I've put I've put Wales third. Uh, reason for that is Gareth Bale. To be honest, uh, they they do have a decent squad and they could they could finish second, but they've had they've had so many inconsistent uh, performances from their players at club level this season. Obviously, Ramsey, which is uh, probably probably their second player that they rely on heavily on hasn't really done done much in Italy uh, they've had that oh 
debacle with uh, Ryan Giggs as well. Uh, mm. You know, the man- manager com- coming out there just before the Euros again. Massive, not good. Up, massive upset, isn't it? Massive, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Upset in the camp. Um, you can't, I don't think you can, you can recover from that too much. Uh, but I just think Bale... Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll obviously have to take it from the scruff of the neck and probably produce one elite, one or, or two good performances here. Uh, I see them finishing third, and they probably, I th- I, they probably will sneak into the last sixteen uh, from that. But prob, and I, I don't see them going further to be honest after that because third place is means they're, they're facing someone who's finished first. So yeah, I don't see them them doing much after that. And Switzerland, like you said, they're, they're they're just always in the competition. You know, they 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 do make up the numbers. But they do sometimes spring a surprise here and there. Uh, sometimes reach the knockouts. They they're just a an average average nation. Is that is that a good word to describe yeah, them? Yeah, well, well they're, they're they're the team. They're the team. You know, when you get your European qualifier, World Cup qualifier group, they're yeah. always they're always like a team's toughest game. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you're England, yeah. You're facing uh, San Marino, North Macedonia, and then they're like the toughest game's gonna be Switzerland away. <laughs> they're always that game, but then they finish second or they go via the yeah. Playoffs, so they always make it. So yeah, hats off to them, right? Yeah, it's definitely. What, what I was saying was, I was uh, with Wales when I made my decision on them before we finished with Group A. I just look at their players, um, the amount of players that they have playing top division football and playing regularly is just, is so small. Yeah. You know, they're looking, they're looking to rely on the likes of Daniel James. They'll be looking to rely on Harry Wilson. Um, both not play, uh, Daniel James not playing so often. Harry Wilson not playing that often. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ramsey at Juventus in and out. Bell even in and out. And then they're relying on, you know, Tyler Roberts had an okay season for Le- uh, Leeds, but he's hardly a goal scorer. And I'm just looking around the team. I'm just thinking, I don't know, maybe set pieces or yeah. something like that. You know, um, in terms of in terms of them getting through or getting points in the group. Yeah, no, it's, that's a fair statement. To be honest, they they haven't. It. I mean, the last Euros, you know, Bale and Ramsey were in a lot better form. That's what I mean. And and they. You know, they took it by. I think they even made uh, Robson Carnu look pretty decent. So, <laughs> is he in this? He's not even in the team. I How Robson didn't make it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it was him that scored that wonder goal, wasn't it? I can't, mm-hmm. Was it against Belgium in mm-hmm. in 2016? Um, yeah. But yeah, did, did, did David Brooks make it from? From Bournemouth, uh, David Brooks from Bournemouth. Yep, David Brooks yeah. from Bournemouth's in there. They got Chris Meppham. They have got some good players, Ben Davis, but again, he ain't played much football. Yeah, that's it. Um, Ethan Ampadu's in there as well. Played quite a bit for Sheffield United. Nico Williams probably got a handful of um, appearances this season for Liverpool. So that's just why I worry. But you know, you never know. Come together nah. as a country, and it and it could all work out for them. Yeah, definitely. And if Bale Bale's on top form, then you know he can. He's if there's one player in this tournament that can uh, can do something on his own, it's, it's it'll probably be him. So mm. yeah, all right. Well, group Group A is done. The second group, Group B, uh, a bit like Group A to be honest. There's you know there's this, a standout team. There is a team, a nation that that is on the rise, and then there's there's two that 
aren't really great. So, you know, uh, I think, you know, we've got Belgium as obviously the, the main team in this. Denmark as the uh, the emerging team, the, the, the strong team. And then you've got Russia and Finland, uh, not the best of teams. And again, those two, in my opinion, will be fighting it out for, for third and fourth and maybe sneaking into the last 16. Uh, touching on Belgium, you know, it, it's a funny one because in the World Cup, people saying that, you know, they, they were close to their peak. Uh, you know, they, they'll if that they thought Euro 2020 would be the right time for them. And I think the year delay has probably made it a lot more difficult for them. Um, mm. I mean, I was looking at their squad and defensively, they're, they're, they're not great defensively. I know there wasn't mm. great anyway defensively, but I, I mean, I saw Thomas Vermarlin's name in there. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I, I thought he retired about five years ago. I'm thinking, <laughs> what the hell was he? And obviously, uh, for Tongans in there, uh, They've got a very aging backline and mm. no real stand. I know that I think out of Verald and uh, a couple of others, but you know, but I think I, th- I think out of Verald even has sort of fallen off a cliff. Well, like, that's he's it. Gone yeah, from being like in a year, you know, one of the top three defenders in the Premier League, and now he, you know, he's he's battling it out to get in there with Davison Sanchez and Joe Roden. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's actually it's actually quite. Quite been quite a year for them, and Vertonghen obviously went last summer. Yeah, um, but but you know at the time when they were supposedly at their peak, you know them boys were were sort of mainstays um, and quality quality defenders. Um, yeah, but then you look through the attacking talent, and I just think this is why they'll always have a chance, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Carrasco, De Bruyne. Um, Tielemans, Witzel, Hazard, you, you always have a chance with them, them, them guys. But like, even look at Hazard. I mean, he would have been one of the players yeah. where you look at it and you say it could be his tournament. But he, you know, he's not in no sort of form either, is he? No, he's struggling. He is struggling, and you don't know really what how uh, De Bruyne will, will come back when he will come back after that. Uh, after he broke his face, basically in the, in the cup final. You know, I will he, say about De Bruyne though. When he comes back, it takes him like 15 minutes to hit top four. <laughs> so, so it's like, you know, he's the sort of guy where if he's been out three months, you can still take him because it takes like 15 minutes. Yeah. It's the same with Aguero as well. Yeah. Aguero's another one. It takes him like 20 minutes to hit top form again. It's madness. <laughs> and uh, all, like you say, all those attacking talents and it will fall to, to one person, I think most people will think will be one of the top scorers, if not the top scorer in a tournament. And that's uh, Lukaku, mm. obviously just won the, the league in Italy with Italy, uh, with uh, Inter. And he's on fire at the moment. And after, I think, probably Harry Kane, he's the most talked about centre-forward uh, in a competition. Uh, what's your thoughts on him? Do you, do you think he'll he'll be top scorer? Or... Do, you know, uh, do you know what? Um he, I've got him down as my top scorer for the competition. Yeah. And you know what I like about Romelu Lukaku, yeah? And I don't think he gets enough ratings for this. At every level, he just bangs goals. Yeah. Every yeah. level. No, like, will Lukaku get 20? He will just get you 20 in any league. Yeah. You know what I mean? He got, he'll go to this competition. And when he goes up against the likes of Finland, he'll get a hat-trick. That's yeah. the sort of guy he is. Um, I know Kane's obviously sort of sort of capable of that as well. But um, yeah, I really think that with his games, so he's got obviously Finland, um, 
Denmark, and I think that in those games he can get a fair few goals. Yeah. Um, and Russia, Russia as well. As well. Yeah. Not great in the back, quite good going forward. Um, and I just think he can get goals in those games. Yeah. So um, I look at him as someone who'll be up there, especially if they get to the quarter semis. Yeah. I think I think that will be enough for him to to open his account, get his five or six, seven goals. And I think that's probably enough in these competitions to win it for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, you know, another one, um, just, just talking about the top scorers, Ronaldo, he's another one who's just capable. He just scores <laughs> in big games, isn't it? So, yeah. You're looking at his group and it's horrendous, but he will he could get a goal in every group game. That's just yeah. how he is, isn't he? So yeah. But I'm gonna man. go I'm gonna go with uh with Lukaku um for a top goal scorer. But um looking through the looking through the group, I I'm just looking at the quality of these other teams. I've 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 got Russia and Belgium to finish top two first and second. So Belgium top, Russia second. Um with the other with the other two, you know, it's a, it's a toss of a coin. I mean, I look at the team. I think Finland are a little bit weaker, but I remember hearing that they're they're in a good run of form as well in terms of games, uh, mm-hmm. games won or not games they haven't lost in. Um, you know, little sprinkles of decent players in there. Um, Glenn Kamara, obviously, at Rangers, um, won the league. You've got uh, Marcus Force um, from Brentford, who's obviously... Um, just got promoted. They've got Timu Puki. We know he scores goals. Um, and then you look around, and the, the the rest of the team sort of just made up uh, from from t- from players at sort of Europa, lower Europa level league um, players. Do you see what I mean? So yeah. with them, I think it's a bit more of a, a hopeful one. Um, you got again with Denmark sprinkles of quality. Eriksson, Hoiberg in there. Um, but I look at the forward line, but they've got Yusuf Polson. But you're looking at Marcus Braithwaite, Dolberg. They've got they've got a few. I'm I'm, I'm going to definitely go. I think with Denmark third for sure. Yo- Joachim Anderson at the back as well, and uh, Christensen. Yeah. They've got a decent spine there. To be fair, when you look yeah. at that team. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely go for them as third. And I think actually looking at their team now. They could push Russia as well. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what I've 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 actually got Denmark as second. Uh, you you mentioned the spine, you know they've got Christensen who's had a very good season uh, when called upon at Chelsea. Uh, Hoysberg and Delaney in centre mid. Uh, you know Hoysberg had a very very good debut season at Spurs. Delaney's been unreal uh, centre midfield for for Dortmund. And then they've got Christian Eriksen, who always performs for them. Like always, mm. he's obviously their 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 Ronaldo and Bale type player mm. that just just that does it. But for me, I've got Denmark uh, second. They've all, also uh, all three of their games will be in Copenhagen as well. So they've got the home advantage over Russia and Finland and Belgium. Uh, so. F- for me, they, they finished second. And I've look, looked at their results. Uh, I mean, the last World Cup, they drew to France in the group stage. Obviously, they went on to win it. And when they got knocked out, it was only on penalties. And that was to Croatia, who obviously got to the final as well. Uh, they beat England in the Nations League. Uh, drew against Germany last week. So they just, they just seem to be a team that always stays in games. And I think in a tournament, that's the main thing is just staying in the game and then hoping for 
that moment of magic from from Ericsson or you know one of their their forward players. Uh, I don't hold much hope for for Finland to be honest. I think Belgium could could easily hit four or five. Uh, Denmark could could probably hit a couple as well, and uh, Russia. You know what? I didn't think they'd do well in the in the World Cup, and they obviously surprised a lot of teams. They got they got two or three uh, players in there that are very exciting, uh, and they always seem to just turn up to these tournaments. Yeah, that yeah, that was where that's what I mean. They're big, they're big tournament. They're a big tournament yeah. team. Like they, um, don't, they don't get talked about at all, and then they just turn up and you know. Cherishev or whoever, whoever his name is but <laughs> when I see Zhirkov in the squad and I think he's like 38, 39 he was, he, he was 31 when he played for Chelsea <laughs> that's squad, what I mean it? <laughs> it's no. crazy and he's probably going to be starting as well but <laughs> uh, yeah no I, I think I, I think Russia do finish third I'm not too sure if they uh, if they qualify for the, uh, for the later stages but like say they some they do spring surprises they do come out of nowhere, uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if if you know they upset a couple of uh, couple of nations in this league. So you've gone you've gone Russia second, Denmark third, and yeah. Finland. That's fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to swap Denmark and Russia. I mm. just like I like Denmark's setup and uh, how how their their home advantage is for mm. me just going to be enough to to take them through. Uh, Group C. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm not really. This is this is probably the, the group that I'm not really excited to, to be watching. Mm. Uh, it's got you know it's got Austria, it's got North Macedonia, uh, <laughs> Ukraine, who who we'll touch on as well, and obviously it's got Netherlands, uh, who will probably be the favourites to to qualify top from this group. Uh, what? How do you see Group C going? Um, so I've got, I've got um, Netherlands first, Austria second, Ukraine third, uh, North Macedonia fourth. I mm-hmm. don't think North Macedonia get a point. Um, they've yeah. obviously benefited from the expanding of the, the competition somehow sneak through. But you know their props, they got to a big, a big uh, international competition. So you take your hats off to them. Yeah. Um, Netherlands for me, uh, you, you look at the, you look through the squad. Lots of quality in their squad. Uh, they're going to miss Van Dijk, mm-hmm. um, but they do still, even without Van Dijk, they still do have masses of quality going through the team. Um, you know, Nathan Ake, De Ligt, um, Patrick Van Aanholt's in there. De Vrij from um, Inter Milan just won the the title as well. Uh, Joel Veltman saw a little bit of him towards the end of the season for Brighton. He was doing mm. really well. Um, midfield strong. Uh, De Jong, uh, Gravenbach from Ajax, good. David Klassen, uh, Promes, um, Donny van der Beek, Wijnaldum, that's strong. You know, lots of power there, lots of running power as well and lots of quality. Um, in the forward in the forward areas, you know, you've got uh, Depay and you've got uh, yeah. Daniel Marlon. Um, Depay, obviously, heavily linked to Barcelona at the moment, you know, and you don't go to Barcelona if you're an average player. And we've seen what he can do, um, not so much at Manchester United, but after he moved on to to Lyon, we saw a lot of what he, what he can do. I mean, this team's obviously going to gonna suffer a lot from not having Van Dijk, uh, mm-hmm. as Liverpool did, um, which is... If they if they have Van Dijk again, they're in the 
they're in the area for me of the Turkey and the Italy as sort of an underdog that could go far in the competition. But mm-hmm. I do think that Van Dijk's a, a big miss, and when it gets to the to, to the crunch time, uh, we'll see that. Um, in terms of the rest of the teams in the group, you've got North Macedonia, but I pretty much don't know any of their players. I'll tell you one player. Pandev. 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 <laughs> he must have years. Yeah, so Pandev's in there knocking about. <laughs> he, he, yeah, so he, he, he could he could do something for them. Um, even going through Ukraine, you know, I, I, I look at the the teams and the teams that the players play for, and there are some some players playing at a decent sort of level, mm-hmm. you know, Serie A, etc. Yarmolenko at West Ham. Uh, hasn't played much this season um, that they've got in there. I don't want to pronounce some of these names, but they've got a few <laughs> Dynamo Kiev players in there who, uh, uh, who, uh, yeah. who are strong, Zinchenko, etc. Um, so, you know, I think they could they could challenge um, Austria. But what I'm going to say about Austria is I'm basing a lot of this on what I saw versus England. Yeah. Um, and I think that against England, I saw enough from them to see that if they continue that in in the competition, that they will cause teams problems. Not the top teams, but the teams in and around them will have problems um, yeah. dealing with the way that they play. Um, so that's why I've gone for Austria second. Um, but yeah, again, you know, a few of their players in there, David Alaba, obviously, undoubted quality. Um, and they got in their shots. Is he? But Schalke, they got relegated. They got on out of it. So they got a few bits of quality in there. Um, and they've got enough to cause team problems. So I do think they'll progress um, either second or in this group, they'll definitely be a third place, um, yeah. a third place qualifier for sure. That's that's uh, that's good. I know uh, Netherlands, uh, us, obviously we, we did our predictions beforehand. I know you've got them going quite far. Uh, I think out of the bigger nations... Netherlands will be the I don't want to say flops uh, underachievers of the tournament. I like you touched on Van Dyke. Obviously, he's going to be a huge miss. Uh, you saw. I mean, we've all seen how Liverpool were for for a long time without him. Uh, I do think they they qualified top from this group, uh, or at least qualify from this group, shall I say? Uh, but I don't see them going past the last 16 unless they get very lucky with who they face uh i think who's the new manager that's coming was it ronald kuman mm-hmm. uh yeah ronald kuman came in and from what i've seen and heard that a lot of players aren't warming to him uh the tactics that that he's been using haven't gone down well he's changed the system a lot uh and for me i think that that's going to Cause massive grief uh, Frank, within, Frank, within Frank, the camp. Frank De Boer, Frank De Boer, not uh, Cummins at Barcelona. Cummins, that's it. Yeah, Cummins. Frank De Boer, De Boer, yeah, De Boer's the manager. Frank De Boer. Yeah, Cummins. Obviously, he Started did. It. Yeah, he did very well mm-hmm. and had them going on a great path. And then, yeah, De Boer's come in and pretty much ripped up what Cummins done. Change formations, change, which is fair enough. It's, you know, it's a new manager, but when you're so close to a major tournament, I think you have to try and keep it consistent mm-hmm. leading up to that. And from what I've seen and, and the, some of the results they've, they've, they've had recently, uh, I'm going to go with them. Actually, I'm going to go with them finishing top, but 
I t- I'm, I'm still unsure on that. I think I actually think Ukraine will be uh, will be the best team in this group, and I say that because they're they're all, they're a very organised team. Uh, they have the best players from Shakhtar and, and Dynamo Kiev. I'm not going to pronounce them just like you did. And <laughs> I don't want to get laughed at on Twitter like I did this week. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and they've got Zinchenko uh, on the back of a great season that he's had at Man City. Uh, Malinovsky from Atalanta. Uh, for me, he's the one to watch in this group. Uh, people might not know him because he's not playing in one of the top, you know, three or four well-known clubs in Italy, and he's obviously not playing for a, a what people would consider a top nation in in football. Uh, but I think he he he'll be the main player in this in this group. Actually, he's one of my ones to watch, and I, I think Ukraine will run Netherlands very close when they face each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I I think Netherlands do top the group though is because they have the three home games. Mm-hmm. They're again, all three of their games are going to be in Amsterdam. Uh, Depay will will score. He'll score probably four or five in this group. Uh, probably a hat trick against North Macedonia or something like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm going to go Netherlands, uh, Ukraine, but that'll be very tight. I, I think Ukraine still nick a point against Netherlands uh, and qualify second. Uh, Austria, I, I'm, I'm, I wasn't too, I didn't really rate them that much against England. Uh, I wasn't, impressed too much i know they've, they've got a couple of good individuals but i was expecting a bit more for a, for a team that's uh that has the likes of you know alaba and, and and players like that in in their in their squad they'll they'll finish third and and like you said earlier the team who finishes third in this group will probably go on to into the last 16 uh north macedonia like there's not much to say uh, <laughs> they they probably I, I would like i'd love them to do well as, as like a, a big underdog uh i love them to, to... <laughs> they they just what, what about just give at least a goal no because them... <laughs> <Alioski>. so, <laughs> so. i don't even want them to... as much as i love leeds I hate Alioski, so unfortunately, I don't think they're going to get a point. Simple no as point, that. no goals. Yeah, okay. no points, no goals. Yeah, that's fair enough. With that. All right, that's cool. Well, at least we we agree on North Macedonia uh, struggling, <laughs> and <laughs> again, our second and thirds probably just switched, which shows. I I guess it just shows how how close these groups are going to be. Like we could probably say who's going to win most groups, mm. but that second and third spot between the uh, you know, the step-down nations, the second-tier nations that are just always in those kind of, uh, these tournaments, you know, the Switzerland's, the Ukraine's, the Austria's, the Denmark's, the Russia's. It, it just shows how close uh, how close the group games are going to be this, this year. But Group D, this is the one, you know, everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> this is the, uh, it's not the group of death, but it could be the group of death for England, uh, <laughs> if, if if Southgate doesn't, uh, or people will say if he doesn't pick the right team, but I don't, I don't even think there is a right team to pick. It's just going to be the uh, the eleven that he he goes with will be the the best team uh, because there's so many attacking players on show for us. How how do you see England progressing through uh, this group? Um, 
I've got England down to, to win the group. I'm mm-hmm. looking at um, I'm looking at games against um, Scotland and Czech Republic as as six, as six points. I don't mm-hmm. think that I don't think that them teams have got enough quality to 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 trouble us. Um, Croatia will be the big game for us. But what I, what I'll say about Croatia is I I don't think we're going to see we're, we're not seeing the same team that that got to the yeah. that got to the to the final of the of the World Cup. Um, they're a very they're a very different team, and a lot of their quality players like um, like uh, Modric, Modric etc. Are, are older, Pirisic much older again. Um, so and they were big players in the last competition, but um, but you know with Croatia again, you look at it on the flip side and you think they've got so many players in there that you you sort of can't. You can't you can't hang your hat on them not having mm-hmm. a good competition as well. Do you know what I mean? But I just yeah. don't, I don't think they'll be as strong. I don't think they'll reach a lot of stages. But with quality, Barisic, um, they got um, oh Lovren's still in there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, no Barisic, uh, Brozovic from um, Inter Milan, Inter, Kovacic, yeah. Kovacic from Chelsea. Um, they've still got Perisic in there. There is there is quality in there. Um, they'll, they can get goals and obviously they've got the experience of getting to the last stages of competitions I do think that they'll qualify from the group but I don't think that they'll win the group I've got, I'll have got. i look at the England team and I just think with the quality on offer yeah. in, in all positions it's just a matter of getting the formation getting the selection right and I see England winning that group winning that group quite comfortably um, get yeah. through the first game um, and then and then go from there. So I've I've actually got um, England. I've got Croatia second, and Scotland third, and Czech Republic bottom. Um, Scotland I actually think will push Croatia for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah. Uh, for for reasons you've discussed earlier, you know, two home games at Hampden Park. The only time they go away is still in uh, Britain, Wembley. Is it, Wembley yeah. So. You know, you have to fancy them, just like you fancy England. All games at Wembley in the group stage, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you look at England. I mean, there's no there's no excuses for England, um, but yeah, Scotland. I fancy them to push Croatia. Um, and again, in this group, I imagine the third place team will be another team that definitely goes through as one of the third place uh, yeah. best teams. So. You know, I, I mean, we've spoken about England. We don't need to go too much into detail of the squads. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I look, I'm looking at um, Scotland squad now. Mm-hmm. And they're another team where they've got players playing that are all... Like, I can see where if they all come together, I yeah. can see them doing a little bit of something. You know, Liam Cooper at Leeds um, had a good season. Um Andy Robertson, obviously, Kieran Tierney, um, Armstrong ha- mm-hmm. always plays well when I watch Southampton play. Yeah, um, John Fleck, lots of quality. Fraser's done a, you know, he did well in the Premier League. Hasn't had a great season, but he's done well in the Premier League. John McGinn, great season. Yeah, Scott McTominay just coming off the back of a great Euro- Europa League final. Um, and che, you know Che, che Adams, Che Adams yeah, course, as well, yeah. good season. Ability to score goals, had a good season yeah. after a, you know after a tough start at Southampton. So they've got they've got the nucleus of a team to get into the you know the next round. And yeah. I think that'll be as far as they can go. But yeah, Scotland and Croatia to battle out for second, and England to win it for me. 
if uh, if you were Gareth Southgate, I know we did our 11s uh, a few weeks ago, but now we've, the friendlies are done. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see the fitness of the players. Uh, you kind of gauge who's going to be fit, who's not going to be fit and ready. Mm-hmm. What is your front three or front four for England? Okay. Um, is this me or what I think Gareth's going to play? This is This is the thing. Do what you would do and then do what you think Gareth okay. would do. I would do Harry Kane, yep. Sterling and Greenish. I'll do Harry Kane, Sterling, Greenish in a three because I think he's going to play 3-4-3. Three, three. So I'll do in that first game. So I'll do Harry Kane, Sterling and Greenish. And, yep. But I think he'll do Harry Kane, Sterling and Rashford. That's what I think he'll do. It's Which is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, but I've just got to... I just think he 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 loves them players so much. Like Rashford yeah. today, I, you know, I just finished watching the game. He didn't have a good game again, man. He didn't have a great game. I know he got the got the goal from the penalty, but he didn't have a great game. So uh, Sterling hasn't had a great season, but I think Sterling's always good for England. Um, and Harry Kane, you know, there's there's no doubts yeah. there. Um, but based on today's game, Grealish sort of has to start for me. Yeah, I can understand the the you know the not not playing Foden in the first game. Foden will be a big part of this, but I understand not playing him in the first game against Croatia because I don't think Grealish and Foden works with Kane um, just purely because they're running in behind. That that's why I really feel we need Sterling or Rashford playing yeah. um, for the running in behind, although they're not in form. Um, yeah. I, I watched Sancho today and Sancho doesn't really go in behind too much either. You know, he, he likes to come to feet, likes to walk inside. Yeah. Um, so we we simply, you know, form or not, due to the way Harry Kane plays, we, we need someone to stretch the, to stretch yeah. the game. And yeah. Rashford and Sterling are the two players in the team that really do it. Um, so, yeah, so I, th- I think you'll go Harry Kane, Rashford, Sterling. But I will go Harry Kane, Sterling and Grealish. Yeah, I I I kind of I kind of agree. To be fair, uh, I think that my front three at the moment would be Grealish, uh, Sterling, and Kane. Uh, I hope he doesn't start Rashford uh, against uh, Croatia. I, I I like him when he plays for England. I think he does a good job, but I think he's just been way too 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 out of form uh, currently for him to just to start the game. Uh, I kind of hope he does Kane, uh, Sterling and Grealish, or Sterling and Foden. One mm. of like to give a better balance. We do mm. need that one player to to go in behind, mm. and Sterling is obviously the man for that. Uh, I think Saka did very well in in the first friendly. He could have a, a little shout as the other guy, unless he does plays him left wing back. I don't know, uh, but I think the main the. The promising thing is we've got so many options, mm. different scenarios, different teams we can play against different formations and tactics from other nations. Uh, you know, three four three, four one, four two three one, whatever we play and whoever we play. You know, we've got we got a great chance of of doing something here. And the centre backs is just is the main main way worry. But we'll we'll obviously go on to we've already spoken about that previously. So let's not. Let's not go back into into that. But one other thing I just wanted to mention on England. Uh who who are you taking instead of Trent now he's injured? Um for me it was no doubt Lingard. Mm. 
Um, but after seeing James Ward Prowse today, mm. I think I, I might have swayed towards him. And the reasons being is I don't think Henderson's ready. He looked miles off even in the second half. Um, he's only played 45. Yep. He needs minutes. And I just don't know how you give him minutes in a major competition, no. which yeah. is which is difficult. So I think that then we need we need um Ward Prowse in there. Um because saw him today, obviously quality of the set pieces, quality of passing as well. Mm-hmm. Um and energy, energy and winning the ball back. Like yeah. um him and him and Declan Rice in there um would be a good two. Yeah, It'd be a good two in there if you're in a game where you don't want to get overrun in midfield and you think that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that you know that issue then brings me to think that that um, Gareth might go, Declan Rice, Ward Prowse or Phillips mm-hmm. and and Mount as well. So therefore, it will be Mount, um, Sterling and Kane up front. I think okay. he could do that. You know, that's because I think that takes it a little bit of a notch more defensive. Yeah, it does. You see it, what I mean? It does. I think if Ward-Prowse starts, uh, Grealish has to start. The amount of free kicks he wins. Yeah, yeah. And... There's, there's so many of them little things where if one player starts, you need to start like yeah, this. Yeah. It's like Foden and um, Grealish are the two best informed players playing well for England, but because they're so similar, you can't start them. And, it, and that's why the debate with Rashford and Sterling goes on because you think they're both out of form, but they're the only guys in the team that do that job that for job. England. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm sure there'll be complaints. Uh, whatever. <laughs> there always is, and then we win, and then everyone will say, "Oh, it's only Scotland or it's only Czech Republic," <laughs> just like they did last last tournament. Yes. Uh, going back to to Group D, so you, you you think England, Croatia, Scotland third, and then Czech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I'm again switching second and third with you. I've actually got Scotland second. Uh, I think they're going to have that tournament that Wales did uh, in the last Euros. They will somehow find that togetherness, have that momentum of the two two games in in Scotland uh, in the group stages. And I, th- I think they just have a bit too much for Croatia somehow. I think they'll they'll we've, we've mentioned the players they've got you know proper Premier League pedigree. They've got experience. Uh, they, to be honest, I mean when I see McGinn, Tierney, Robertson, McTominay, these are very solid, consistent, uh, reliable players. Uh, mm-hmm. And if they can somehow just Get a couple of goals. They don't have the Gareth Bale that that Wales Wales obviously had uh, in the last tournament. But if they can get you know Che Adams a couple of chances, he'll he'll get he'll get a goal or two, no doubt. Mm. And I, I see them. They're actually along with Turkey. I've got them two my my two dark horses. I, I think both of those teams get to the quarterfinals. Mm. Uh, and based based on the routes that they get, right. Yeah, yeah. I think they mm. both finished uh, second and the route that Scotland takes sees them, I think, if I remember rightly, get Sweden. But we'll touch we'll touch on that, uh, obviously, once we finish the groups. But, I, yeah, I see Scotland uh, 
finishing second. I do see England. Uh, I wouldn't say cruise, but I see them winning the group. I think they they beat Croatia, they beat Scotland, and I I, I just I, I pro- they'll probably draw against Czech Republic. They'll probably that'll be the game where they've won the you know the two games, knowing that mm. they've qualified. They'll obviously switch it up, give rest to players, and Czech Republic they're, they're not a. Uh, they're not an easy team. They got obviously they got Kufal and Suchet from West Ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Schick up top, who just had a decent spell in Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they've got a decent squad, and it's just they're just unlucky to be in a in this group. If they're in a if you know if they're in the the group we just to- spoke about with North Macedonia and and Austria, they could probably have a good chance of, of mm-hmm. sneaking a qualification, but. I've got them bottom in this group. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, just as was in this group, for me, I think Jack Grealish will be the uh, the gem of the tournament. I mm. think uh, I was I was tossing up between Foden, you know, Mount, mm-hmm. but Jack Grealish. I think he he secures his move his big move this summer because of mm. of what he does for England. Uh, I I I actually think based on what I've seen in the last couple of games that yeah. um I changed my emerging talent for the competition from Foden to Grealish actually. Yeah. I mean I didn't we I don't think anyone really knew how he would come back from his injury. Uh you said De Bruyne only needs fifteen minutes after three months <laughs> out, but it looks like Jack Grealish is the same because he's just come back and gone mm. straight into what he was doing. You know, earlier on in the season, so and I, and I think I think international football suits him. The yes. slower tempo allows him to get into his stride. I mean, once yeah. he's in his stride, it's very difficult to stop him. But the the slightly slower tempo and the and the you know the the sort of standoffishness of international football, I think, allows him to get into his stride, and that's why he wins so much free kicks, etc. Yeah. In those games, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, group E now. Uh, again... <laughs> This one again is pretty much like Group A and B. Good, good, solid team that are favourites. An emerging team in in the second space, and then there's two average teams that are just always in tournaments. Uh, so we've got Spain, Sweden, and then Poland and Slovakia. Uh, how do you see this one going? It, I think this one is pretty straightforward. Not, no, no, you know, I've got Poland to win the group. Wow, Spain second, All right. yeah, Sweden third, and Slovakia fourth. Um, I don't know why. I just see Lewandowski as such a big thing, um, in 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 these sort of tournaments. Like Poland are solid throughout. Yeah. Teams are always generally solid. They a lot of the time as well um, that you don't actually notice with Poland is when they qualify for these competitions, they win their group. It's like one of them teams that's not the highest tier of international football, yeah. but but when they're in their like qualifying tournaments, a lot of the time they win their group. Um, so you know, I don't think they'll go. I don't think after they get through the groups they'll go too far. But um, and I think Spain have the. The potential to obviously go furthest in this group, but I just think for some reason um, that Poland will somehow get three victories in this group. I don't know why. I can't wow, even tell you. You got why. for the full nine, yeah, nine points as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I just, I just, 
I just think that Poland are going to have a solid group. Yeah. Um, and that's why I've got them above above Spain. When do Poland and Spain play? Is it the first game? Let's see. We've got Poland and Spain. No, Poland have got Slovakia first. Yeah. Uh, then they have Spain second game. Hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm going to... Ah, that's I'm that's gonna... in Seville as well. So that's in Spain. Mm. I'm going to stick with it. I'm not going to change it. You know, that yeah. will be my that will be my uh, my wild card group. You know, I Fair still enough. think I still think Spain will go the furthest. I just I don't know why. I just think Poland um, solid throughout. Um, got lots of decent players in there playing in decent leagues, mm-hmm. um, and they've got well the best the best or arguably the best number nine number nine in the world. So that always yeah. makes a difference, you know, and another player that scores goals at all levels with ease. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that. Um, Spain's, Spain's team, um, you know, they're the only team in the competition that hasn't taken 26 players. They've taken 24 players. Um, and the manager said he didn't want to take any more because he knows that people won't play. So he's not even bothered. Um, so yeah, so Spain, Spain have uh, got a twenty-four man squad, but you look through, and I mean quality all through. Um, yeah, De Gea, Simon, and Robert Sanchez had a good season for Brighton yeah. as the goalies. Gea at Valencia always talked about Alba, um, Barcelona. You know, great experience. As Pilaqueta again, great experience. They've just got Laporte off of France. How the how they managed to swindle that one is uh, a crazy. Mass, a massive player, not just yeah. for this competition, but going forward, um, yeah. a massive player. With them losing or not deciding not to pick Ramos, yeah. um, great player to pick up. Um, and then undoubted quality always in midfield for them. You know, Rodri, <laughs> Thiago, Busquets, Koke, um, the list goes on um, in midfield. Um, and then attacking players, they've always got players that, that are decent. Again, there, you know, they've taken Adama Traore on his day can win a game. Yeah. Um, Ferran Torres, who I think had a decent first season at Man City yeah. uh, under the radar. Um, and I like him as a player, can play through the middle and equally good on, on the wings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then up front, they've got, you know, they've got Morata. Gerard Moreno caused a lot of problems to both Man U and uh, Arsenal in the Europa League final, uh, Europa League latter stages. Um, and Ayaza Bal, um at Real Sociedad always talked about, you know, yeah. as, as a player on the verge of moving to a big team. Um, so yeah, he's he's probably a one to watch, um, and Pedri as well at Barcelona, young player with lots of quality. So Spain have got the ability and the players to take them to the to the latter stages. Whether they'll do it or not, who knows? But they've got the ability there. Um, they've obviously got the experience um, as well, and they've got um, players playing at the highest highest you know point of of football. You know, Champions League players, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Um, Sweden, um, I think they were going to take Ibrahimovic, which would have been massive yeah. for them. Um, again, with this team, you know, Sweden just sprinkle, sprinkles of decent players uh, throughout. Um, you know, they could they could upset someone, but at, at the same time, they could also get beat comfortably. That's how yeah. I feel with, with Sweden. Um, and in this group, unfortunately, I just think Poland and Spain will be too too strong. Um, Slovakia, I think, finished bottom. Um, I think I've got them as bottom, definitely. Um, again, with Slovakia, I look I look through the squad, not a lot of quality. 
No. Um, few good players in there. Squin Ra uh, for Inter Milan. Um, but, you know, overall, I just look at them and I don't think that they've got the uh, the quality to challenge, to challenge in this group. No, that's fair enough. I think... Uh, so, have you got them finishing bottom, have you? Yeah, so I've got uh, Poland, Spain, Sweden, Slovakia. That's... That's... That's, I'm, I was glad someone threw up an, uh, a curveball here because I, I thought it would be pretty uh, pretty straightforward this graph. I, I actually think Spain will cruise the group, uh, but you've made me doubt doubt it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I just I just think I just think Spain is they've got the quality of player, but it's not yeah. the Spain that we know. Yeah, we have to get yeah. that out of our head. Like, yeah. Because if it's the Spain that we know, they're, they're walking through this group backwards. But it's just not the Spain we know. Yeah. They'll always have quality in the middle of the park, but they're not going to dominate possession like they used to, etc. They go a different way now. And yeah. I just think Poland, they've got Lewandowski, who, you know, if they get to the quarters, he'll be another player with a shout of top goal scorer in the competition because he just gets goals at all levels. That's um, fair enough. So, That's yeah. fair enough. I've... I've uh... I've got yeah, I've got Spain. I've I've got them to to top the group. Uh, for me, Ferran Torres. I mean, you touched on him earlier, saying he had a he went unnoticed this season by having a good season. Uh, I think he'll probably have a. This could be the standout player in the group uh, Group E for for Spain. I've got I've got him uh, at very good odds actually to be uh, to be their top scorer as well in a tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've actually gone Sweden as runners-up. Uh, I just Sweden always get to the qualifying stages. They're always there. Uh, they're a bit like Denmark. They 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 get through their groups. They're hard to break down. Uh, they're hard to beat. Uh, and against teams on their level, like Poland, like Slovakia, I just think they're. They uh, they get the better of them and finish second. They've got good attacking prospects, young young players. They've got uh, Kuluzevsky from from Juventus. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we know him from Football Manager, probably better. But he's had a very good good season for Juventus this year. Uh, Ishak from uh, Real Sociedad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've they've got some players there. And they've all <laughs> they've also got some uh, Henrik Larsson's son in the squad. That oh, wow. makes, probably makes me feel a bit old than <laughs> than it should, uh, but yeah, they've 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 got a good young team here. I know they've still they've still got uh, Sebastian Larson in in the squad. Uh, I think every team in this tournament have that one player. They just yeah. can't can't. Get, he's, he's again, he's thirty six. We mm. talked about Zhirkov from Russia, thirty seven. Mm. Uh, there's always that one player. He's but he's obviously theirs. I think I think it's because of the twenty six man squad. Yeah, a lot of afford. the teams have just said, let's bring some experience. Yeah, uh, because you need some. We have got two, three extra spaces. Let's just take some experience. Because ideally, in a twenty three man squad, there's always like one player where you think we could take this extra player. Just to, yeah, yeah. that would be perfect. So now they've got three. So it's sort of two free picks. Yeah, um, for real. So, um, so yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that, man. And I, I see, I see what these teams are doing. To be fair, yeah. And and again, it's going to be a tight group. It, it'll always be probably the odd goal again. You know, in a Sweden Poland mm. game, mm-hmm. no one's going to run away of it. Even though I've got Slovakia finishing bottom, <laughs> teams teams won't run away of it against them. I don't think they'll 
they'll probably lose more, like three or four nil. There'll always be a a one or two nil loss with them. Uh, but yeah, I've gone Spain, Sweden, Poland third. Uh, although I've doubted myself now because <laughs> you, you feel very strongly about that. And uh, Slovakia, Slovakia bottom in that one. Uh, we're going to move to Group F now. This is the uh, group of death, right? Yeah, this is the group that. I'm just, let's just get away with it, right? Where if there's one certainty in this tournament is that Hungary are finishing <laughs> bottom of this group. <laughs> can, can we just agree that that's, no, that's going to happen? Hungary, <laughs> I, unfortunately, um, and no disrespect to them, but they might not even get spoken about. <laughs> that's that's just where we're at. There's too much. There's too much other pressing matters yeah. to talk about. So uh, unfortunately, Hungary fans, um, you and Adam Bogdan and Peter Gulac <laughs> can talk about it between yourself. Nah, I'm joking, was, but yeah, it's such the, a strong group. Huh? Who was the goalie that they had that was that wore the trousers? It's was Gulac, it? Gulac, isn't it? He was a uh, he's he's actually at Leipzig now, but he played for um, Liverpool. Like he was might have been Liverpool's fourth choice keeper, and the next <laughs> thing you know, he's popping up in the Champions League quarters and semis. <laughs> crazy oh man but um uh, let's get let's get into this anyway yeah. um do you want me to go first or my go for it yeah go for it i've gone france germany portugal um and then obviously hungary bottom i think france germany and portugal could all finish on six points how about yeah. that yeah how about that? I think I, I I think that's that could easily happen, man. Is it will pretty pretty much goes down to who beats Hungary? Uh, who scores the most, most goals? Yeah, yeah, against Hungary. Uh, yeah. Um, let's get into the teams. Mm-hmm. Um, three, I mean, crazy squads, crazy squads. Unreal. In my opinion, um, France. I mean, you know the goalkeeping situation. I mean, I've I I never. Lloris is a good goalie, but I don't. I think people consider him like to be in the top, top, yeah. top levels. But I don't really think I do. No, um, me neither. I just, I, I don't know where it is. I don't know. Some people say he's coming off his line. This is kicking. I just don't think he, he's in the top, top echelons. But I mean, he's a good goalie. He's a World Cup winner. There's yeah. Nothing, and no one can take that away from him. Um, defensively, I mean. It's quality in abundance. Pavard, Varane, Kimpembe, Kwande, Zuma, um, Dinya, mental, long lay, absolutely crazy. Um, in midfield, Kante, potential Ballon d'Or winner. You know, I mean, I think if France go on and win this competition, then I think that's that's a no-brainer. I think yeah. I think that's a no-brainer um, for that for that trophy this season. I don't think there's anyone who you could say deserves it more than him. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, in midfield, quality in abundance. Coman, Rabiot, Tolisso, Pogba, Lamar. It's crazy. Mm. Um, but obviously, I know the big talking point is obviously the reintroduction of Benzema. And I think, you know, for a long time, Giroud's been the main centre forward and does a great job for them. But I think yeah. the whole time, you know, even a long, even though they have won the World Cup, you always thought that the position where they could improve is that forward, centre-forward role. And, you know, it's good for Giroud because he does what he does well and they've got players around him, Mbappe, Griezmann, that can do so much more 
that he doesn't need to be the man that runs in behind or he doesn't be, need to be the man who comes short. He literally just links the play, which is great for him. Yeah. You know? But I mean, the number one player at linking play in world football is Karim Benzema. Um, mm-hmm. And what he has that, you know, Olivier Giroud doesn't have is he can come deep and he can go in behind as well. He's still got that about him as well. So it's actually frightening France. Um, abundance of match winners. Abundance of match winners. And I know that when you get to the last stages, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Who's got the match winners? Who's got the players that can win the game on the pitch? And France are, France are, you know, if not one, they're in the top two, three in the conversation, to be fair. So France squad, um, for me, yeah, I mean, I've got them to top the group. I don't even know why, because I, again, I think all teams will finish on six points or there's a high potential that that could happen. But um, I, I just, I don't know, France, I've got them to go pretty much all the way um, in this competition. So, yeah, France topping the group. Um, going into the Germany squad, um, again, quality throughout. You always doubt um, Germany in terms of Sometimes they haven't got the greatest defence. I always look at the defensive side and I yeah. think, and also the, the centre-forward aspect as well. Mm-hmm. I look at that and I think they've never had a, since closer, they've never had like a main number nine who you say he's in there every week. Um, yeah. But the bottom line with Germany is that when the big competitions come round, yeah, they, they just deliver. <laughs> they deliver all the time. All the time. Um, ability to play in big games and, you know, and win big games. I don't think there's a better team in in world football. You know, I mm-hmm. think if you if you're trying to win a big competition um, under high pressure, the Germans are always the ones that deliver. I mean, I don't even need to go through their players. The quality in there is just is just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then again, Portugal. You you look at the team. They've got Cristiano Ronaldo, um, the the number one guy for delivering on the big occasion. Um, very pragmatic team, um, a pragmatic team with a lot of quality. And then when you've got Cristiano Ronaldo at the top of that, very similar to Poland, when you've got that player at the top of the pile and you have a nice pragmatic um, team behind him, you've yeah. always got the ability. They're cup teams, right? They're teams yeah. that, can, that can win trophies since then winning the last Euros. I think yeah, they're the holders, yeah. I think they'll come up short this time. Um, mm-hmm. I think they've got a slightly better squad this time, but I, I think they'll come up short. Um, but Portugal, I mean, you, no one wants to face them. I'd hate. No. I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't want England to face them. Um, I think I prefer England to face Germany. I know they're going to face someone from this group. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick them three, um, I think I'd prefer them to face Germany. Um, France yeah. would be the obviously the no nos, and then Portugal. I just think it would be a horrible loss to Portugal, probably like a one nil yeah uh, um, loss to them. So yeah, I'd go with um, I'd go with uh, Germany if we had to pick a team that England would face out of this. Yeah, that's fair enough. I've I've it's taken us six groups, but I've got the same as you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. I mean, we could be here all day talking about all three of these squads. Uh, and I, I, I agree with you. I think out of the three, although I've got Germany finishing second here, uh, I think, just like you, I think they're the the team that won't... They're the team that we need England to face, basically. Mm. Uh, if, if, we, if we go down that same route as 
as this this group, then we need to face them. Uh, Portugal again. They've got the players, man. You know they've got the Diaz's, Cancelos, Bernardo Silva's, Bruno Fernandes, Jota, and Ronaldo's. They've got they've got that talent there that can obviously again win them this they'll retain their the championship with with those type of players. Uh, I actually would prefer England to play France than Portugal. Uh, I just I think there's just something about that French team that. I know they won the World Cup, but I think there's something this this year that that just doesn't sit right with me. I don't know if it's their their defense or or like touched on obviously Larice is in goal. There's just something about their back line that I would prefer our front three or four to to face. But in the on the other hand, the addition of Benzema, what a touch of genius by <laughs> Deschamps, man! That is that's a game, that's a that that could be the the championship winning decision there just by mm. including him. It's I, I'm, I'm excited to see what him and, and Bappe can do together. Cause I think uh, they, they don't, forget, don't forget Griezmann, mate. Don't forget <laughs> Griezmann. <laughs> How can you forget Griezmann? <laughs> but I think them two compliment will complement each other so well, uh, which is why I've obviously put them top just like you. Uh, yeah. There's not much more that could be said about these. Sorry, hungry, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're fourth. Uh, and you won't score a goal. Uh, I think <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty confident of that, but in football, you never know. You never know. I mean, <laughs> Hungary could top this group and we could all be in no. some humble pie. And, no, you know, no, no. <laughs> all no. right, fair enough. No. <laughs> you know what? I look the more, like, I look at this group, it could, it, the top three could literally be in be any in order. It. Yeah, Any order. Like, uh, you know, I'm just saying France because, you know, I, I like France and they've obviously yeah. just won the World Cup and stuff like that. But, I mean, if Portugal won the group, and France finished third. I, I like. I, I could see that. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Like, yeah, it could happen. It, um, yeah. Well, so, especially if they all finish on six points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's going to be that one there. You can't miss a game in that group, you know, because no. I just think that the 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 quality in that group, there'll be some top, top, top games in that group. So um, yeah. Definitely. So, um, so yeah. I mean, I don't think we go through the round of sixteen quarters and semis because I think we'll both have different. So, do we go straight to the? I think we go straight to the winner, don't we? Who do we think's going to uh, win, or who do we think's going to be in the final? We can. I mean, I could tell you what we obviously did this through a uh, UEFA's official predictor, which we picked our top uh, four teams that finished third. And they put that into there as well. I mean, your last 16 looks like it's going to be Belgium, Portugal. Yeah. Uh, Italy, Austria. Yeah. France, Switzerland. Yeah. All right. Let, I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's do. So I'll do, as you say, I'll tell you the winner. All right. Yeah. Let's yeah, do that. And then, we'll, right. and then we'll have our quarterfinals. Yeah. <laughs> Belgium, Portugal. Portugal. Italy, Austria. Italy. France, Switzerland. France. Croatia, Spain. Spain, uh, Poland, Ukraine, Poland, your Polish uh, <laughs> team, they're going far. Oh, England, Germany, England. Yes. <laughs> Holland, Scotland, um, Holland, Turkey, Russia, Turkey. All right. So your quarters will be yep. Belgium, Belgium, Italy, 
Uh, Portugal, Italy. I'd pick oh, yes. Portugal. Yeah, so sorry, Portugal, Portugal, Italy. Um, I go. Whoa. I go Italy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, France, Spain. France. Do they? I swear they always face each other in <laughs> in the knockout. Uh, so you've got Italy and France. Yeah. Uh, and then the other side. Uh, oh, this is going to be tough for you, man. Poland yeah. versus England. England. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netherlands, Turkey. Turkey. Imagine that. You go. You you go for Turkey. Yeah. Oh, love yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Italy, France. Italy, France, uh, France. So France in the final. Yeah. And will they be playing England or Turkey? No, I'm joking. England. <laughs> no, but listen, listen. You see those semi-finals that I've got there. Um, again, you know, it's a lot based on. I did say that Italy. It was Italy or Turkey from one of my teams yeah, to, yeah. To, to be an underdog, and I genuinely believe that uh, there's a run in there for one of them. You know, um, they will have to be. You know, uh, it's a bit. E- they will have to be a big team, but it's a bit easier for Turkey if if it obviously goes the way I say. Mm-hmm. Um, bit easier for Turkey. Um, and yeah, but I do think though, you know, one or one of them two will be in and around the latter stages. So I'll I'll stick by that. Um, do you want me to go through my winner now? Let's save it to the end. Okay. Let's save it to okay. the end. Okay. Uh, I, I I think I know where you're going with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just do mine. So my last sixteen: Belgium, Poland, uh, Belgium. Italy, yeah. Italy, Ukraine, Italy. Uh, I got France to beat Wales. Yeah. Uh, Scotland to beat Sweden. Yeah. Spain to beat Croatia. Mm-hmm. England to beat Germany. Mm-hmm. Portugal to beat Holland. Portugal to beat yeah. And then Turkey to beat Denmark. Turkey beat Denmark. Yep. So you're. Court, uh, your quarters now. Yep. Uh, so it's Belgium versus Italy. I've gone yep. Belgium. Yep. France against Scotland. I've gone for France. Scotland in the quarters. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yep. I, I did say yeah, them yeah. and Turkey. Yeah. Uh, Spain, England. Uh, I think they face each other in Euro '96 quarterfinals, if I remember rightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go England. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah. And Portugal versus Turkey. Yeah. Uh, I think Portugal win. Yeah. And then Belgium, France. France. And I've got the same final as you. France and England. Uh, who did England face in the semi in yours? Portugal. Yeah. Uh, horrible yeah. semi-final. Yeah. Okay. That's the horrible route for England. Germany, Spain and Portugal. Mm. Need to hope Poland win the group, <laughs> <laughs> or, or Hungary finish third or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we both got the same final, which is very interesting. Both different routes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how does that? If that happens, you know, we're on European Euro twenty twenty Cup final day. Mm-hmm. Talk us through the game. How does that go? Um... <sighs> Don't know. I, I, you know, I just think, I just think the final, I just think the final France have too much. I mm-hmm. just think, I just think 
they have too much. I understand England's capability and I, the reasons for them getting to the final. I totally understand they've got a lot of games on home soil. Is it all of the games but one? I think one, yeah. I think All one. but one on home soil, uh, which gives them a big advantage. I just think that in the final, I don't know if it, this can happen, but if England can face anyone but France or Portugal in the final, I'd say England could win it. If they face France or Portugal in the final, I just don't think they'll they'll win it. Just for experience reasons, just for the pressure that will be on them, yeah. um, and uh, France just genuinely have a you know they have more match winners. They have a better, they have a players experience that the last stages of big competitions more of those, and they have Mbappe, Griezmann, and Benzema. It's just it's so difficult. Um, it's so difficult. It's, it's it's so difficult to beat them, especially in the big one-off games like that. Um, and yeah, so for me, um, France win comfortably. Um, or no, I believe that if England get to the final of this competition, defensively they're going to have to be very good, or yeah. as a defensive unit they're going to have to be very good. So I think the final's great. Maybe one nil, maybe two one, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just can't see further than France um, in this competition because I just think they've just got players experienced at that level of the competition. Yeah. Um, and I just think that although we have home, it'll be on home soil, the pressure and 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 stuff will just be so much. And I just, I just, you know, as much as I hope that England can get there, I just don't think they will. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. I was just looking at my route. If I'd swapped to Portugal and Germany. If I had Portugal third and Germany second, it could have been an England-Germany semi-final mm. at Wembley 25 years after Euro 96. <laughs> I'd fancy Southgate, Yeah. Mm. I, I might just change it just, just for that. But <laughs> I, I've i got two options. I could either go over my head, which is France. But you're or, not going to. Nah, you know me too well, mate. You know me too well. <laughs> mate, I, I said on the last pod... <laughs> What did you that. say? I said to after after telling all the fans that you um that Pep you told me to remind them that Pep Guardiola is still a fraud. I said Aaron will definitely be saying that England are going to win this Euros. Yes, Sam couldn't yeah. believe it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's definitely what I said. But yeah, I mean, we it's hope, isn't it? It's hope. Yeah, yeah, and and I I mean, there's obviously if we get to the final, we've obviously done amazing to get there uh especially if that route that i predicted of germany spain and portugal uh to beat those kind of teams you know the home soil uh the i know we've we touched on how good france's squad is how good germany's squad is portugal squad is england have still got a like for like squad there i think uh, maybe even better than a couple of those if we're talking about the full squad. Mm. Uh, so defense... do you think do you think England have got one of the top three squads in the competition? Yeah. Um, okay. With I, what I, France I, and France and overall squad, I'd probably say Portugal. Okay. Uh, I think the, the the same. I think they all have that same thing of defensively. I don't think any any squad is is great defensively. Looking at at it, uh, and obviously England's the same. Um, a lot will depend on uh, Maguire as well, if he if he can be fit or even be fit for 
the knockout stages. Uh, but I think if we get to the final, we win it. And that's mm. how I look at it. If we get to the final, we will win it. But we could easily just lose to to Germany in the last 16 or whoever in the last 16 and that'll be it. But <laughs> I think if we, if we get to that final, which we can, which we do have the players to, to get to that final, I think uh, I think we do win it. But it's mm. a lot of ifs and buts and the, uh, the trail to that final, the ladder to that final could be a lot different to what either of us said. England finished third. In the group, you know, we could finish runner-up in the group. Other teams could finish in different positions, and mm-hmm. you know, we could end up playing France in the in the last sixteen or even the quarters. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of ifs and buts, but I'm glad we got the same final. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Sam, I think Sam would probably have France versus Portugal or something like that. I reckon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, Sam. I think Sam will have France to win for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think he would as well. Uh, so, who? So you said Lukaku top scorer, mm-hmm. France to win. Yeah, emerging star Grealish. No, yeah, I'm going to change it from Foden to Grealish. Um, yeah, in, in uh, because yeah, I just think that based on his last couple of performances and pretty much all his performances in an, in an England shirt, uh, he deserves that for sure. Yeah, and underdogs. You go in Turkey now. You put them in the semis. Um, I'm going to stick with Italy. Italy, that's fair enough. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm stuck between Turkey and Scotland for me. I think they both get to the quarter. Yeah, the quarterfinals. Uh, and you never know. One of them could get that lucky, lucky game and uh, go further. I mean, you had Turkey in the semis as well. I think in yours. So yeah, yeah. I just think Turkey have got a good run. Yeah, um, Italy have got the tougher run. Um, but I just think Italy are a big nation, sleeping giant, and they've got the ability to go and yeah. beat your Portugals. They've got the ability to beat your your Frances. You know, they've done it before historically. They've got far in competition. So I just think right now, um, yeah, I'll stick with Italy for sure. That's fair enough. Yeah, I've gone. Yeah, so same uh, top score. I've gone Lukaku as well. Uh, the goals that he'll score in the, the group stages, I think he'll probably get five or six, like like you said. And a couple more in in the uh, in the lead up to the to the final, where hopefully they they get knocked out. Although I wouldn't mind them beating France, and we can have a easier final maybe. Uh, but that's been another episode of playing out from the back. Uh, thanks again to Sports Social, who where you can find all of our podcasts. And just remember one thing, guys: it's coming home. <laughs> Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.